Good morning, Africa and the world. Today is the 12th of June in the year 2022. And it is another day, another time on our program. Sunday morning with Emmanuel Mensah. It is your divine right to know the truth to set you free. Today, I'm going to speak to you on the topic, the biblical story about Cain and Abel, its true meaning and relevance to you. I repeat, the biblical story about Cain and Abel, its true meaning and relevance to you. Today, we are looking at another interesting character or characters in the Bible. And we are back in the book of Genesis. And if you had to look at even the book of Genesis and the way the creation story was presented, this part of, or this chapter actually now speaking about the first generation after Adam and Eve. As a matter of fact, Adam and Eve, according to the story, were created. So they never had a mother, they didn't have a, a, a father. So these are the two people or two characters that in the Bible is mentioned that they came out of a man and woman as per the um, arrangement or the, uh, yeah, the arrangement of God as when Adam and Eve were driven out of the Garden of Eden. So today we are looking at these two characters and in the, uh, we're going to look at the book of Genesis chapter 4. And according to the book of Genesis, I'm going to run over the story and then at a point I'll read just a section of uh, uh, some verses, then we move on. So according to the book of Genesis chapter 4, uh, Adam and Eve settled and they, they gave birth to two sons. The first son or the elder one was named Cain and the younger one was named Abel. And Cain was a farmer and Abel was, let's say, someone who keeps uh, flocks of animals. So I was a shepherd and Cain at a point brought a proceed from his farm, some of the things that he cultivated. And the Bible used the key word, Sam. He brought them an offer, offering to God. Then Abel also came with the, the fattest of his flock. That is the first offspring of his flock. He looked for the fattest one and used it as a sacrifice. And when these two sacrifices rose to God, God was pleased with Abel's sacrifices, but not Cain. So Cain became offended. And for that matter, uh, he was downcasted. And God asked him why he was downcasted. If he had actually done the writing, wouldn't, ha wouldn't he have been happy? Or wouldn't his sacrifice would have been accepted? And so this became a build-up. And as the Bible presented, this is a conversation between Cain and God. And he became offended. And he decided to lure his, his brother to a, a, a secluded place and eventually killed him. And that was the story. So God actually uh, confronted Cain again and asked of what the whereabouts of his brother. But Cain 
sarcastically report uh, responded to God that he was not the brother's keeper. And since then, God pronounced that the blood of Abel was still cried from the ground to him. And that was why he confronted them. So basically, that is the story. How Cain and Abel, that is the first death we've actually talked about, has been recorded in the Bible after them, after creation. Because by then, Adam and Eve were still alive. And this is the story between their first two sons. The elder one killed the younger one. So if you look at the story, as I have already stated, the Adam and Eve story was an allegory. And it is also a follow. This one is a follow-up of it. And if you read the Bible, as I've always been saying, the Bible is actually speaks to our mental states. So at this point, we're looking at this from the metaphysical perspective. And as I've already always been asking, if we only know these stories as it was been, it has been presented to us in our various religious circles, uh, yeah, in our religion particularly in the Christian religion, then what do we gain from it? Adam and Eve, the sin, and God drove them out of the garden, and then their children also started killing each other. What do we gain from it? But the Bible is written to you and I in such a way that we look at it from our mental state. Whatever the Bible is presenting is about the mental state of human beings. So at this stage, these two characters represent the mental state of human beings, you and I. Anyone reading this story, whenever you sit down to read this story, it is about the mental states in which you are. So we are told that Abel had a, is a character and he, he represents a particular mental state. And we have only two mental states. Either you are taken positively or negatively. So Abel has a positive mental state. So he represents someone who has positive mental attitude, mental state. He's always thinking in the positive. And then Cain represents someone who has a negative mental state. So these two characters are not two different people, but they are in your world. They're in your mind. So anytime, depending on what you are thinking, how you are, are, are behaving in your mind, you are either putting up the mentality of Abel or the mentality of Cain. And so this story is very fundamental in our lives. And if you look at it, let us look at it from even a deeper meaning of it. We are told that they went out to offer sacrifices to God. Now, sacrifice is our worship to God. And every sacrifice, there must be an altar upon which you offer your sacrifices. And then you have whatever you're going to present as your sacrifice. In our lives, we have God in us. And God works through us. And an altar in the Bible re represents your mind. That is where you offer your sacrifice to God. And the things you use to make this sacrifice are your thoughts. So anyone who goes to God with a positive, positive mental attitude on any particular thing at any point in time is able who was very thoughtful and he looked through and only picked the fatty animal in his among his flock and presented it before God. And it was accepted because God is pure, God is good, God is honorable, God is everything that is 
good nature. So when you are in this mental state, that means you are able making your sacrifices to God. You've brought your sacrifices. You are thoughtful. You look at it and only presented what is expected before God, what is acceptable. And that is your positivity, the positive mental attitude. And then the one that always dwell on negativity, the one that always think in the negative is Cain. Who was not thoughtful, but he thought the altar of God, anything could just be taken. And if you look at the wedding in the, in, in the, in the verses, he says he took some of the proceeds. He didn't actually look in to look for the base, but he just took some. Anyhow, so this is someone who has no control over his mind. This person or Cain is the representation of a negative mental person. Someone who thinks in the negative. So anything that drops into the person's mind, he does not think about it. He goes on to dwell and emotionalize it. And when you do that, you are offering sacrifices to God, the God in you. And as you think, it goes into the mind of God and it will be rejected and the results will be played back to you. And when it comes that way, you will not be satisfied. You'll be downcasted. And that is why you see most people doing everything that they want to do. But it's like the negative results that they are getting. So these two characters are not about any two people, but they are about you and I. Adam and Eve. Sorry, Cain and Abel. Their story is happening in your life any time, any moment, depending on the mental state you are entertaining or you're having. So now we know what we, we do, we, we perform our sacrifices. And I will repeat again, your mind is the altar upon which you offer sacrifices to God. And whatever thoughts that you choose to, emotion, to, to dwell upon and emotionalize becomes what you are offering to God. And when you offer it to God, God has the right to reject or to accept. So if you are Cain, your offer, your, off, or, or, uh, your offer or your sacrifice will be rejected. If you are able, your sacrifices or your offering will be accepted. So these are the two things that we are looking at. So let us be awakened. Let us be uh, in, uh, knowledgeable. Let us begin to seek this truth from each one's perspective. Though this story was not written just for us to know and to say and to sing about it. We have sung and about Abel's blood and whatever. It is about you in your own real life now. In your life now. So if we go down, we see that... Um, Cain was someone who was of negative negativity. And as a result, his sacrifices was not accepted. So he became offended and then went on to kill his brother. And it is in the same way in our lives. Your negative mental states and your positive mental states are always at each other. But anyone who has more dominating mental, uh, negative mental states eventually see his dreams and aspirations being killed by this ne uh, negative neg negativity. So when you are someone, you could have all the best ideas in life. 
But so long as you are only watering them with negativity, anger, resentment, and all the negative things you can think of, your ideas, your know, aspirations will be killed. In that case, Cain, Cain, which is your mental state, the negative mental state, has dominated Abel and killed Abel. And therefore, you have a, bit, a very beautiful, a, a sour and painful life. And if you look at the, the, the punishment proclaimed on Cain after he killed Abel, it represents whatever we see in our lives. Whatever negativities you, you take on in your life will bring out painful and sour experiences in your life. And in that case, you have been cursed. No one is cursing you, but it is as a result of your negative thinking. You are recreating these things in your life all the time. You recreate this kind of life in your life all the time in such a way that life will no more be enjoyable. You wish you are not alive. And this is the truth of life. So Cain is practical and alive in everyone's life. And the same way Abel is practical and alive in everyone's life. And it's all about the choice. Every human being has a choice to choose what, and the right to choose what he or she wants to think. You have the right and the capability and the ability and the power to choose what you want to read. This one, God doesn't restrict us. So you, you, can, you have the power to choose negativity over positivity or positivity over negativity. Either way, whichever you would choose, there will be consequences, either good or bad. So the Abel side is what we're supposed to look at and you're supposed to dwell on. What do you bring to the altar of God, which is your mind? What do you think of? What do you dwell upon? What do you brood upon? What do you meditate? Anytime you sit down and begin to think only in the good, in the positive, and begin to meditate upon the goodness of God, you begin to appreciate life. You begin to appreciate whatever you have. You, be you begin to, I mean, celebrate other people's joy. You begin to do anything that is good, then you are able who is sacrificing or making his sacrifices to God and is acceptable to God. And in that case, life will be expanding. Your life will be expanding. Expanding things will become prosperous. You will see your life moving from a higher one level to a higher level, another level to another higher level. That is the way of life, and that is what the Bible is presenting before us here. These two characters represent our mental states, either positive or negative, and whatever way we will choose will bring the results onto us. So, King was cursed and Abel was blessed. Cain killed Abel and in the same way your negativity will kill all your dreams in your life. And even we can see people, some people will rise up, they will be they are promising people, but because they have some negative mental attitude, their life or their success is cut short. In that case, that is Cain who has risen to cut short of your dream. But if you will be wise and intelligible and know that you are made in the image and the likeness of God and you are given the right to choose what to think at any moment in time, you have that freedom, 
God does not the, uh, prevent us from choosing. That is the, called the free will. You have to choose what you want to think about. But don't forget that whatever you choose to think about and emotional, it becomes your reality. This is the truth of life. So let us be intelligent. Let us be awakened to the truth that the Cain and Abel story is about our own self and it has to do with our mental state. It has nothing to do with you and your, your, your other people, but it is about you and you. It is about you and you because you are offering your sacrifices. And when you extend it to other people, it doesn't affect them because whatever you think, you will have your results and you will experience it alone. You experience it alone. So the Adam, the King and Abel story is something that is very practical and very important in our lives that we need to understand it and apply it in the right way. Cain was someone who was tilling the land. Abel was a shepherd. These two people have two mentality. And even if you look at it in its way, shepherds, especially sheep, is normally a shepherd is someone who is considered someone who takes care of things. He protects his animals. So Abel was someone who knew how to protect things. And in the same way, you are supposed to be the shepherd of your mind. Anyone who takes that attitude of being a shepherd of his mind, he always makes sure that he takes care of only his ideas. Only what he's dreaming of, what he wants to become, he dwells in it, he dwells in it. Forget all negativity. And therefore, since he does that, it becomes his reality. That is the truth of life. So be a shepherd, but not someone who tills land. Tilling land is not anything that has to do with you protecting things as the shepherd does. And if you look at what we are talking about, the animals are life and they come with life that you sacrifice to God. And that is your positivity. That is life. Any good thing, any good thing that brings improvement in the human in the, in the life of humanity is more of an animal. So any thoughts regarding that is a sacrifice that you are giving to God. So you are a shepherd, be a shepherd, but don't be the farmer who just does things anyhow. I am not saying being a farmer is anything wrong, but in line or in context of what we are talking about right now. So please get me right here. So as we are walking through this earth, we are always confronted by two choices. At any point in time, you have a fork in the road. That is the crossroads or the intersection. And you are supposed to make a choice. Either you go right or left. Right is Cain. Left is Abel. Or right is Abel. Cain, uh, left is Cain. Whichever. But you must choose. And whichever way you choose to go, God will return the results to you based on the sacrifices you are making. So what sacrifices are you making? It is not about you going to church to give money, to take uh, your proceeds and other things to the, the pastor or whatever. No, you are only helping them to become fat. And if you do that, you're helping some people. That's fine. There are blessings in that too. But what we are talking of your own blessings has to do with what goes through your mind. 
what you emotionalize and what you allow to become dominant in your mind. If it is negative, then you are king. If it is positive, then you are able offering the right sacrifices with the right things to God. And you will see all these things coming into your life. You become a prosperous and a great person. That is the truth of life. That is the truth of life. So let us rise up, my fellow Africans. Let us rise up. This is a time for knowledge and understanding. This biblical story has a very serious implication in our life. And as soon as we become awakened to the truth that we are walking on this earth, we are living on this earth as independent and free people who have the right to choose to either left or right. And also have the ability to create your, our own realities based on our choices. Then we have the key to life. We have power over every circumstances because we create them. And as soon as we know how to recreate it or recancel them, then we have power over circumstances. So be the able. Have the able mentality. The able mentality is what we need to move ourselves forward. What, are you, what do you think about all the time? The fact that someone has done something that you do not like. The fact that someone has done something that society considers as wrong doesn't give you the right to become so anger, to, to, I mean, to pour all your anger and negativity upon the person. When people go wrong, that is when we begin to pour love upon them because love conquers and corrects all things. But when we begin to pour negativity, negativity, then we have, it's like you uh, came killing Abel. And so when we expand this story, even to community or society level, when we live with other people, it, it also goes in the same way. Those who are thinking in the positive are those who are making progress. And those who are thinking in negativity are those who are not making progress. So when your life is sour, when you are not seeing what you are doing, but you are living side by side, you go to the same church or you go for a, you do the same thing together. Maybe your farm is on the left, the person's farm is on the right, or you are in the same office. Maybe you are even you've even been there before the person because Ken was there before Abel. Ken is the, was the oldest. But the person appears to be doing well. The right mentality is to try to understand and seek what the person is doing, understand it, and also do it in an exact way. And you will get the right results. As I said the other day, life is a puzzle. It's a mathematical puzzle, like two plus two. So long as the two of you are doing the same thing with this, understanding the same principle, you get the same result. So if someone is becoming great, someone is prospering, the only thing is to begin to learn and then get what the person is doing and do it in exact manner that the two of you are growing together. No competition in this, but you are brightening your color, corner. So... Whatever we are doing in life, any moment in life, you are either on the path of Cain or you are on the path of Abel. But it is all in your mind. You don't have to take control after things. No, we don't control circumstances from the outer. We control circumstances from the inner. That is in your mind. The sacrifice, the altar of God, God upon which we offer sacrifices is our minds. And whatever thing that will present there to offer the sacrifices will go to into our subconscious mind. Then the subconscious mind accepts it. And then it brings us the results. And 
when the result is beautiful, we rejoice in it. If it is sour, then take the corrective action. Be awakened to the truth that that means you have the cane mentality. You, ha- you are someone who lives on negativity. Live on negativity. Let us not forget there is difference between following religious dogmas and other things and uh, uh, being positive-minded. There is a difference between that. Religion sometimes promotes the idea of you resenting or you you do not accepting other people because they are not part of your religion. Or not, yeah. But when we are talking of spirituality, we are all one. Therefore, we embrace all regardless of what the person is. And for that matter, you begin to celebrate, you begin to do all things together as one. So when one, when one is prospering, what you can only offer is that, oh, come on, thank God. I bless this person. I thank God for the progress of this man. And for that matter, the sheep that brings, uh, brings the goods to my brother, who all call it brings mine to me too. Then you go on in this mentality, you rejoice, you celebrate the success of all other people and respect people for who they are. Then you are giving, you are offering the right sacrifices, you are performing the right offering, you have the right offering before on the altar of God and God will accept it just as he accepted Abel's one and your life will become a prosperous one. But as soon as you take the mentality your life will become a sour and a painful one so we need to analyze ourselves our lives we just have to analyze our lives this is the time that you are supposed to organize your life based on universal laws and principles and by the laws of your own being that you are an individual person you are a unique a free created person or creature who has the right and ability to choose. And as you choose, so you create your life. As you choose, so you create your life, be it good or bad. That is the truth of life. As you choose in your mind, as you choose the kind of thoughts you 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 want to think and emotionalize, so you create your own reality. Either by the Cain mentality or by the Abel mentality. So if you look at our lives, we have no one to compete with. We have no one to compete with. The only competition we have to do is in our minds. That is beating the negative uh, mindset and only dwelling on the positive mindset. And this thing will go on if you look at it from the family level to even the community, the national level, at any level, the Abel and Cain story is going on. Is going on and we have to be knowledgeable to apply it in its real sense. At any way, Africans, all of us put together, we look at other nations, we look at other races and we think they are doing better than us. But the question that God asks Cain comes in here. If you have done the right thing, wouldn't you have been happy? Hmm? If you have done the right thing, wouldn't your sacrifice be accepted? Then, all we have to do is to have a repented heart, a repented mind. If we are doing the right thing in our lives, if we are performing the right sacrifices 
individually as Africans and all of us put together collectively as a race, we will be seeing the right results. There is no way, there is no way, there is no way that any man or woman or any group of people would do the right thing that they will get the wrong results. But we are governed and guided by principles. And once we organize our life based on this universal principle, there is no way that our life will be underdeveloped. Our life will be sour. Our life will be a hell that we will not want to enjoy it anymore because we are enduring it. Just as we do not get wrong answers from our mathematical equations or whatever principles, in the same way, life will not return to us any bad result so long as we are doing the right thing. So long as we are doing the right thing, we will always get the right result. So if things are not going on well or with us, individually rising into our community up to the national level, then we have to assess our mind as ourselves and begin to think, are we of the Kin mentality or the able mentality, but this the confirmation of the mentality that you have will be based upon what you're experiencing in your life. Your outer condition, your outer environment will, will, will tell you the story, so it will, will give you the answer. So it is not about us doing all that we've been doing. This kind of Going up and down, insulting one another, I mean, attacking people. Sometimes we think that our leaders are heroes. Those that will be able to go and mount uh, platforms in the Western world, in the developed world, and speak against the evils of the, uh, the developed world, that they are heroes. No, that is not where our heroic act is supposed to be. The only hero that will be need in Africa is the one that will take up his mind, control it, and do something great. So that it will be the African version. That is the only hero we are looking for. But not a hero that will only go and make speeches and then a few days he disappears. We don't hear of him anymore. There are a lot of speeches that our leaders have made in front of Western leaders. And whatever they said, by the time they left, they have actually gone against ex the exact way that they offered on, on, at that stage. Because they couldn't. They do not know how to go about it. And this is the time that we need to begin to rise up to take the right mentality. The Cain and Abel story is about all of us. It's about all of us. Every one of us individually and all of us collectively. We need to only to offer the right sacrifice. And as soon as you write, you, you perform the right sacrifice before God, your mind, your mind will return to you exactly what you have offered. That is the blessings of God. The blessings of God. The blessings of God. So let us rise up. Let us rise up. And as uh, the British philosopher James Allen said, the after condition of a person or a group of people is literally linked to their inner states. So whatever we are showing on the altar will tell us what we are doing. As it is now, every African and all of us put together, we have the, uh, the keen mentality. We are not performing the right sacrifices. You have dreams, you have aspirations, you have goals. What are you pouring over? Is it negativity or positivity? Are you declaring to yourself that I am made in the image and the likeness of God? Therefore, I have the right to make to do this. I have the right to do that. You do not have to have resources. You do not have to have anything on site. But you only need faith. 
in your divinity and believe that you are created in the image and the likeness of God and the universe will come together to work things out for you effortlessly. This is the mentality that we need to take. This is the mentality that we need to take regardless of whatever circumstances we find out. Cain took it that he was only a farmer and therefore any other thing that he, he was producing was acceptable before God. And therefore, he took anything. That is the key word that the Bible used, that son. There was no any distinction. But if you look at Abel's side, he said Abel took the fatty portion of his flock, of his first animals that he used to offer the sacrifice. And these are your thoughts. Let your thoughts be clear. Let your thoughts be pure. Let your thoughts be Anything that comes to build and develop human mankind, those that are sinning, that we those that we believe that they are doing, they are going against whatever that we do not like, they are doing what it is not right. Let us not correct them in anger. Let us not go against them. You have the right to speak against someone's bad behavior, but you do not have the right to speak against someone's personality because that is God himself working through that person. You do not have to. You don't have the right to do that. All these things are negativity. Negativity. Once we close our minds on what people have done unto us, people are done to us, people have, what people have taken away from us, but we begin to pour into our minds how we can use what we have now to create, to recreate a new and a prosperous life. Then we have the key to life. We have the keys to self-liberation. But so long as we keep on bombarding and insulting and resenting people that they were the cause of our wars and other things, then we are like Cain, who is recreating and recreating his situation. First, you kill your brother. And when God appeared before him, uh, God approached him, he even went on to speak sarcastically. And that is how someone who is in the negative mood, negativity mood is. He begins to emotionalize him. He thinks that he is the only person. He's a victim of all circumstances. And that doesn't bring process, a progress. This mentality doesn't bring progress in any way. In any sentence. So this is the time, my brother, my sister, all Africans, let us rise up. The biblical story we are talking about today in Genesis chapter 4 is about you and I, all of us. And we have to liberate ourselves. Negativity, negative mental attitude does not bring any progress of any kind. Anything that you think that doesn't bring or think about any thought that doesn't lead to anything that brings about improvement about life for all, but not you alone. It's a negative thought. But when you begin to think of others, including you, that you're going to do this to support, you're going to do this to bless mankind, all that lives around you, you do not have an enemy, you do not have a competitor, but you are only doing what God has laid upon your heart. Then you are able right offering the right sacrifices. Let us stop this competition. We are not competing with anyone. We are not competing with anyone. We do not have any competition with anyone. All we have to busy our mind is to brighten our corner and make our life beautiful and we will share it with other people. We don't have any competition with anyone. Those who have already advanced, let us let them go and let us develop ourselves. We have the right to turn things around or to catch them up.
Because we are all made in the images and the likenesses of God. We have equal power. They cannot run ahead of us so long as we are doing the right thing. They will only be ahead of us because we are doing the wrong thing. But if you are doing the right thing, because the universal principles are certain, they are the same. And if we are doing exactly as they are doing, then no one can rise above the other. Then we all soar together as the children of God doing the great and the wonderful purpose of God on earth here. And that is when we establish the kingdom of God, which Jesus Christ declared that is within us. The kingdom of God is within you. Whatever thing that you need on earth here, whatever thing that you are desiring on earth here, is within you. You only have to take the right mind, mind, mindset and walk in boldness and courage and, and then pursue your dreams. Go after it, regardless of how things are, go, are, are going against you. And in the end, you will triumph because the able mentality never brings out suffering. The able mentality never brings out failure. It brings out success, progress, because you are offering the right sacrifices to God any time in your life. That is the truth of life. So my brother, my sister, my fellow Africans, let us rise and be knowledgeable. Let us seek the truth and the truth shall set us free. Abel, Cain and Abel's story do not interpret it as just a story that we can tell our children. Yeah, on the surface, it shows that we have we don't have to we have we have to do whatever we do. But the deeper meaning has to do with what we do in our mind. It's about how to control our mind. It's about the posture where we're supposed to be in terms of our mental choices. You are, you are always confronted with two choices in your life. Nothing more than two. Either you choose this or that at any point in time. Either you choose positivity or negativity. You choose positivity, you are able. You choose negativity, you are keen. It is very simple and practical. And these things run through our lives. So my brother, my sister, let us wake up. This is the time of knowledge. This is time of understanding. Let us not see the Bible as a book that we only carry to church. And some people even take the Bible and put it under their pillow with the faith that is the word of God. And therefore it protects them. This is a negative mental attitude. Yes, your faith will do it for you. But the Bible has to be taken above that. It is good to do that. I'm not condemning that. It is good because your faith will be done unto you according to your faith. But if you sleep on your Bible, under your pillow, and you do not actually understand and you don't apply it in your mind, then what you are doing, you are actually negating it. If you are actually having your pillow under, uh, your Bible under your pillow, with the mind that there are some evil forces are attacking you, someone somewhere living somewhere is attacking you, it's a negative mental attitude, and therefore it negates the power of the Bible, the faith. That is the truth. And you see that as, even as you sleep on the Bible, that is when the, 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 those things even torment you the more. Because you, are, you have taken the mentality of Cain. You are performing sacrifices that are not acceptable, uh, acceptable to God. Your, uh, your sacrifices must be acceptable to God. Something that it is always good. And so if you look at throughout the Bible, sacrifices, most sacrifices, sacrifices is made up with 
animals, particularly lambs. It is a sign of lamb. It is the lamb is considered as a sacred animal. And so your lamb that you use to perform your sacrifices is are your thoughts. Any positive thought, any positive thought, any constructive thought is a lamb that you are offering on the altar of God in your mind. In your mind, what are you dreaming about? What are your goals? What are your dreams? Dwell upon them rather than looking at the negative side of things. Dwell upon the positive side of life. Look at life. That life is wonderful. Life is life is loving. Life is protective. And life will always make things for you as and when you need them. And that is why the Bible says that God will make a way when there seems to be no way. So you do not have to preoccupy yourself with things that you don't have control over. You don't have to preoccupy yourself with. But just concentrate on what you are doing in your mind. Your mind is the only powerful thing that you have. Your mind is given to you for you to use it constructively and to perform the right sacrifices to God. And God will accept it and will rejoice, will be happy about your sacrifices and will bless you in return. But don't forget, don't forget that that is you creating your own realities. You create your own realities. Whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, you as a human being, you are the creator of realities, good or bad. And therefore, our choices will determine the kind of reality we are creating. And if the reality we have already created does not serve well, then we go back into our mind. But we don't go to people to accuse them. We don't go to people to beg them. We don't go to people to relax rules and whatever to make us free. No, we go into our minds and change what we are creating. And it's all up to, it's all about taking up the able mentality. Being thoughtful and being kind, being loving to all men and women. So Africans, it is time for us to rise up, for us to dream and dream and dream big. It does not matter where you were born. It does not matter whom you were born to. It does not matter the, 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 the people that brought you up. What matters is what you are emotionalizing. The thoughts you are entertaining in your mind and emotionalizing, allowing them to grow to become your beliefs. Your beliefs shapes and mold your lives. And all has to do with your thoughts. As you perform the sacrifices in your mind, you perform the sacrifices in your mind, they become your beliefs. And the beliefs becomes your reality. That is what God returned to you. So let us be able... Today is a beautiful day. Today is a wonderful day. And I know, and I know, as we go and we forge ahead, now in the mind of enlightenment, with a mentality, with the, man, the mindset that we are not against any other one. Not, time is not against us. We are not late. We are just at where we are. We are, we are where we are supposed to be based on our own creation. And therefore, our consciousness to rise up to create, to recreate our reality is the key. And as we do this, we will recreate a new life and recreate a new race, a new continent. That's such that we are only working in partnership with all other people to bring 
life, to bring happiness, to bring joy in our life. Racism and all those things are happening to us, those of us in the diaspora. Racism exists because we are so conscious of it. Yes, I am not denying that all these things are happening, but even if we are to bring uh, bringing this into our lives, we create our own realities. So what is happening don't have power over us. But if we go back into our minds and recreate the right of condition, the right thing that we want to see in our lives, all these things will cease. All these things will cease. And as we work towards the integration of all human races, as we work towards the integration of all human races, eventually all these things will be something behind us. At the end of the day, we are all evolving and currently, momentarily, we will not have a perfect system. We will not have a perfect relationship with other people. But as we work ourselves from our side, other people to work on yourself with ourselves. And even we influence other people because we are doing the creation and we only create the right people into our life in our paths. And when we do that, we create a world and Africa and Africa that actually is a developed and a powerful continent and race, the black people. That is my message for you. Let us Rise up and only choose the able mentality. And that is be in the positive, thinking and acting and doing all things in the positive, regardless of what we are seeing on the outside. And as we do that, our sacrifices to God will always be accepted. And sacrifices accepted is prayer answered. And that is a reality that is heaven on earth created. That is my message for you. And as I always do, may the overshadowing presence of God that keep the stars in the open from falling on us. And that keeps the planets in their orbits such that they do not clash with one another. Keep you, lead you and direct you and open your heart and your mind such that your heart will be an open one and your mind will be a receptive one. These two things will Come together to be a fertile ground in your life. Sign that this message will be taken and expanded and share it with your fellow men and women. And let us rise up to create an Africa that we so desire. And don't forget, what you think and emotional is what you get. Therefore, let's decide and think of what we want in our lives. Once again, my name is Emmanuel Kwejo Mensa. I am a co-founder of the Eagle Mentality Group. At Eagle Mentality Group, our dedication and our drive is the create is the teaching and the propagation of the power of the subconscious mind and the universal laws and principles and the laws of our own being that governs the whole universe. Such that we all work together. The dream is to create a new crop of Africans, young men and women, men and women who rise up. To only take on the able mentality in such a way that our sacrifices we are offering in our minds on the altar of God will be accepted and it will reflect in our life. Such that Africa will be a developed continent. Africa will be a land of enlightenment. Africa will be a place that all men and women from all walks of lives comes to live amongst us such that we have happy and a wonderful life and a land that the sons and daughters of the African, the black race, the Asian race, the European race and all other people lives together side by side demonstrating 
the glory of God, which is diversity. Thank you, and God bless you.